Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? This week I'm going to be putting out my Dynasty Fantasy Football Rankings. So today is going to be the first day and I'm going to be going through my running back rankings. And remember this is not redraft, this is Dynasty. And for those of you guys who are unfamiliar with the Dynasty format, in Dynasty you do one big draft at the beginning and you keep your team every year. So then every summer you just draft the rookies that are entering the NFL. So you're definitely more focused on the age of players. And so you may see some guys that would be top running backs for redraft go much later in my dynasty rankings. And that's because as guys get older, their value falls off, not only in terms of how many years they have left of solid production, but also just in terms of trade value. You always wanna be ahead of the curve in dynasty because guys start to lose value even when they still have a few more years of fantasy relevancy. So you definitely wanna be more on the younger side and you'll definitely see that reflected in my rankings. Before I get into the rankings, if you guys watch this video and enjoy the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That would really help me out a lot. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Let me know which players you think are too high or too low and give me your reasoning and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But let's get into it. My number one dynasty fantasy football running back is Christian McCaffrey. He's 25 years old, which I think sets him up to be the number one running back in all of fantasy for the foreseeable future. He's also locked in for three more years with the Panthers. And so overall, I just think he's a great win now asset. And he's also a solid trade piece. You know, he's young enough where you can do a quick rebuild with him on your team and still find a lot of value. But you know, maybe you have the number one pick, you wanna do a productive struggle, you wanna build a rebuild team. He's a guy that if you pick first, you're gonna get an absolute haul for him in terms of trade assets, picks, young players, all of that. So Christian McCaffrey's gotta be the number one. At number two, I have Saquon Barkley, who is 24 years old. He still is definitely has that prime window and he has the second highest ceiling of any running back, in my opinion. Christian McCaffrey is number one, and Saquon is number two. He combines that top-tier rushing ability with that receiving upside, and he's still on his rookie deal, so he hasn't re-upped with the Giants, but I don't really think that's a terrible thing because he can succeed anywhere. If he re-signs with the Giants, that's fine. If he doesn't and goes to another team, he'll still produce similar numbers. At number three, I have Jonathan Taylor, who is 22 years old. He's a great asset for win now teams or rebuilding teams. He's three years younger than McCaffrey, two years younger than Saquon. So, you know, you can go two, three years rebuilding and still have him in his prime. And I think he's set up to be an RB1 for five plus years. He's attached to this Colts franchise, which I just think overall is a very intelligent organization. I like their coaches. I like their front office. And so I feel very confident with Jonathan Taylor in the future. Next up at number four, it's Dalvin Cook, who's 25 years old, and he's going to be the focal point of this Vikings offense. And he definitely has at least a few more years of prime production in him. So definitely more of these guys that's a win now asset, but you could also pick him and get a huge trade haul for him. At number five, I have Alvin Kamara, and he is also 25 years old. He's in that same age range as C-Mac, Barkley, and Cook. I do have him lower than those other three, just because this year he's going to have a different, likely worse offense than he's had in years past. Breeze is no longer at quarterback. It's either going to be Winston or Hill, 
And with Breeze at quarterback, you know, a few years ago, he gave this offense a ton of high scoring upside. And then towards the end of his career, he gave Kamara a lot of receiving upside. So, you know, even if he wasn't at his peak form, he was still feeding Kamara. We're not positive that that's going to be the same thing this year. So that's why I have him here at number five. Next, I have Cam Akers at six, who is 22 years old. Another guy like Jonathan Taylor, who I think has five plus years left to operate as a workhorse running back. And this Rams offense is also looking really solid and I think should stay intact for at least a few years. Now we have Antonio Gibson at number seven. He's 23 years old, another sophomore workhorse running back. I think he could jump acres if he had a direct path to more receiving work, but you do still have JD McKissick in that backfield, and we don't know, you know how long he's going to be with the team. And overall, I just think there's a little bit less security in this offense than Cam Akers has with the Rams. You know, he doesn't have a Matthew Stafford at quarterback. We don't know how long Fitz is going to be there. There's just a little bit less certainty in this offense. At number eight, I have DeAndre Swift. I'm continuing with this 2020 running back class. He is 22 years old. He has great talent, but this is definitely a less hopeful offense than Antonio Gibson or Cam Akers have. The Lions have got a great offensive line, but I also think they're years away from a high scoring offense. So I think he's just going to lack that ceiling, you know, until they can turn it around. Now at number nine, I have Najee Harris, who is 23 years old. He's pretty old for a rookie, but he still definitely has that high-end workhorse potential. I think the Steelers are going to use him a ton. We saw how they used Le'Veon Bell. And even if this offensive line isn't great for this year, there's definitely the hope that it can improve in future years. And they're really just going to use him as much as possible, which gives him a lot of upside, even though we haven't seen him play in an NFL game yet. Now at number 10, it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's 22 years old. He's attached to this high-scoring Chiefs offense. He could be ranked a little bit higher, but we just haven't seen the Chiefs give him that workhorse role yet. He had it in the beginning of the year, but then they brought in Le'Veon. The water got all muddied. So if he goes out in 2021 and gets a huge workload, there's definitely a reason for him to be moved up. Nick Chubb is up next here at number 11. He's 25 years old, and he kind of starts the second tier of the uh, mid 20 year old running backs. I'm higher on Chubb than guys like Zeke or Derrick Henry because of his lack of career touches. He only has 1,541 career touches. So that's including college and pro. And it sounds like a lot, but it's not even close to Zeke's number. And it's a few hundred touches lower than Derrick Henry. So that makes you feel a little bit better. And the Browns also don't really seem interested in running him into the ground. They've signed Kareem Hunt for two more years, so he's still going to be in a little bit of an RB split, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world because they like to use him through efficiency instead of volume, which is definitely good for his long-term health. And he would totally lock up this ranking if he did get an extension this offseason. They've been talking about it, and it seems like both parties are pretty motivated to get it done. So hopefully that happens. Now at number 12, it is J.K. Dobbins, who's 22 years old, and I basically view him as a younger Nick Chubb. He's also going to produce through efficiency instead of volume, but Dobbins does have Lamar Jackson running the ball along with Gus Edwards, whereas Chubb only has Hunt. You know, the Browns don't have to worry about Baker Mayfield taking those carries, 
So I just think Nick Chubb is bound to get a couple more carries a game than J.K. Dobbins, which even though Nick Chubb is a few years older, I just think he's going to produce at a higher level than J.K. Dobbins, which is why J.K. Dobbins is one spot below him. And I also think the Ravens will progressively shift more towards the passing game, but J.K. Dobbins is still a very solid RB1 for Dynasty. Now we've got Derrick Henry at number 13. He is 26 years old. That's the oldest player we've talked about so far, and he is a great win now asset. I think he likely has a few more top tier running back one seasons. He has 1,878 career touches, and he's been Superman in his career, very few injuries, but I'm also not entirely confident that his body can last into his 30s. So, you know, he's not a guy like some of these sophomore running backs that can carry you for five, six years. I think he's definitely more of a smaller window type of player, but definitely still a very valuable asset. Now on to Zeke at number 14, who's 25 years old, but has a lot of wear on his tires. He has 2,304 career touches, which is definitely a lot. He will continue to be the workhorse for the Cowboys as long as he's under contract with them. He is signed through 2026, but I honestly doubt he finishes that contract without being released just because there's no dead money in the last two years. And I doubt, you know, he's going to be playing into his age 30 or 31 season, still at a very high level. Now, Joe Mixon at number 15, he's 24 years old and he should have workhorse potential for a while. He doesn't necessarily have the youth of these sophomore running backs. And then he also doesn't have the track record of production of some of these mid 20 running backs, but he is a versatile asset for a win now team or a rebuilding team. So definitely a solid ranking here at number 15. Next up at number 16, it's Austin Eckler, who is 26 years old. And his age is definitely not ideal, but he hasn't been a bell cow back his entire NFL career. He actually had a really large college workload, but his NFL touch count is very low in comparison to these other running backs. And he is signed through 2023, where he's going to be an RB1 on an explosive offense. And he also actually has some longevity in the NFL because he is such a pass catching back. You know, I think you could see him into his 30s still operating as a floor player. And so it's nice to have a guy who does have the RB1 potential, but also some longevity and kind of some safety to him. Now, Miles Sanders at number 17, he is 24 years old. He would have likely been a top 10 dynasty asset before last season. He definitely fell in the rankings after his 2020. The Eagles just have a lot of uncertainty with their offense. And Sanders is a solid player, but he'll kind of need to produce in spite of his environment with the Eagles. And we really just have to wait and see how he performs this year. All right, now we have Aaron Jones at number 18. He's 26 years old, and I would have him up in that Chubb, Derrick Henry, Zeke group if Aaron Rodgers was back. He does have less touches than all of them in his career, which is definitely nice to know for his longevity. But if Aaron Rodgers doesn't return, his value has got to take a hit because I think he loses that efficiency. They probably up his touches, which is kind of going to take away that positive that he had of not having a ton of wear on his body. And his touchdown upside would definitely go down with a much less explosive offense. Travis Etienne comes in at number 19. He's 22. Not the best fit in terms of team with the Jaguars. I didn't really love it but getting first round draft capital as a running back is very important. And he may not see the workhorse potential this year, 
but being a first round pick, it's pretty likely he'll eventually get that opportunity. Next up at number 20, it's another rookie running back, Javante Williams. He's only 21 and he was an early second round pick, which is also very solid draft capital. He should take over the backfield next year. You have Melvin Gordon still with one year left on his contract. So I expect them to let him walk after this season and let Javante Williams take over. The situation isn't great in Denver right now, but it could turn around quickly. And I say that because we have seen the Broncos were aggressively targeting a quarterback this offseason. They were looking at Russell Wilson. They were looking at Deshaun Watson. And I think they're still looking at Aaron Rodgers. So if they can pull off one of those moves, I think Javante Williams' ceiling definitely rises a lot. Now at 21, I have David Montgomery, who is 23 years old. He's the number one running back on the Bears. But I really think last year was kind of a perfect storm for him. We saw him finish as a high-end running back one. But in the long term, you have Tariq Cohen in this backfield, which is going to limit his work in the receiving game. And then they also have a pretty poor O-line. And so that's kind of the reason why he's lower than some of these other running backs who are in his same age range. Another 23-year-old running back who I have at number 22 is Josh Jacobs. And so far in his NFL career, he kind of saw his upside through volume. He had 240 plus carries in his first two seasons, but now they bring in Kenyon Drake to the lineup and this is a very poor offensive line. I just don't really think it's a great look for Josh Jacobs in the immediate future, especially these next two years. And so he doesn't have a ton going for him right now. And overall, his lack of athleticism kind of scares me. Running backs with poor athletic testing tend to age poorly. And Jacobs is in the 23rd percentile of the 40-yard dash, 29th percentile in speed score, and the 34th percentile in burst score. So Josh Jacobs is a guy I'm not a huge fan of for Dynasty. Now at number 23, I have Kareem Hunt, who is 25 years old, and I definitely think he doesn't have the ceiling that some of these other running backs have, but he's locked in with the Browns for two more seasons in their efficient run-heavy offense. We know he has a role there, and he still has a lot of talent as a player and definitely has a lot of juice left in the tank. At 24, I have Chris Carson, who is 26 years old, and I think he likely has two more years as a workhorse. He has a two-year contract with the Seahawks, and I think he's definitely a win-now player. Next up is Miles Gaskin at number 25. He's 24 years old, but he just has such a wide range of outcomes. By next year, he could be looked at as a top 15 dynasty running back option, or he may no longer have a starting job in the NFL. We really just don't know. He essentially stumbled into the starting role last year. Even though he excelled in it, no one really saw it coming, and his lack of draft capital makes him a fairly unsafe asset. So, you know, if you want to take a high upside pick, Gaskin's your guy, but you also should know that there's definitely a lot of risk involved. Trey Sermon is up next here at number 26. He's 22 years old, and he received a solid third round draft capital. He's in a very crowded 49ers backfield but he will have a ton of value if he finds a way to emerge as the workhorse. Now at 27, I have Ronald Jones. He's still only 23 years old, which is crazy because he's in the last year of his rookie contract, so still very young, but his future is definitely up in the air. I don't think Tampa is gonna go out of their way to bring him back. You know, I don't think they've been overly impressed by his performance, but he still has a lot of years of production if he can find the right fit. Chase Edmonds is up next here at number 28. He's 25 years old, and he's on the last year of his rookie deal as well. Ideally, he would fall into a workhorse role, 
but he always kind of has the backup of the floor as a receiving back. All right, now at number 29, I have Michael Carter, who is 22. He received fourth round draft capital this year, and he's involved in a very crowded backfield as well. He's basically a poor man's Trey Sermon. The Jets offense isn't very good right now, but I do think it's very likely that it improves throughout Carter's rookie deal. And if he can break out as the RB1, then he will definitely carry some value. The final player in my top 30 dynasty running back rankings is Mike Davis. He is 28 years old, but he is 100% a win now asset. You're basically banking on one or two really solid seasons for him as the starter of the Falcons. And that's really where you're gonna make your value from Mike Davis. All right, that is gonna wrap it up for my dynasty running back rankings. Thank you guys so much for stopping by, watching and listening. If you guys enjoyed the content, please just leave a like and subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. And then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Let me know if you think guys should be higher or lower and then your reasoning and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Make sure you guys stay tuned for my dynasty wide receiver rankings, which I'll be putting out tomorrow and then the quarterbacks and tight ends in the next two days. But that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you and see you guys.